Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on from the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college hoops do it all day, college football, we know who's number one, understand, on the phones, you know we get it done, so call in 718-664-9098 and we'll give you more. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and we are hyped. It is time to talk Final Four, baby. We got to preview that and the baseball season. Give us a call, 718-664-9098. Like always, your emails, today at gmail.com, rayandtaytoday.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, iTunes, YouTube. We are definitely social. Not as social as the Lakers, but we're social. <laughs> we're, oh, we're very, you didn't have to go there. Listen, I have to go there because, you know what, before we get into the preview of the Final Four and the 2016 Major League Baseball preview, pretty hyped up. And uh, Monday we'll get into the hockey playoffs starting. No Canadian teams are going to make it. Oh, all the bunch of crazy stuff going on. Ray, real quick, because we'll talk about the 69 wins of the Warriors, but the Lakers, I put out April Fool's. The next year they'll draft out, they'll draft Ben Simmons and they'll turn it around and the Lakers will make the playoffs, not April Fool's, sorry. But can they fix their locker room and their immediate future? And is it as simple as forgiving a young 19-year-old who's more like a 14-year-old in D'Angelo Russell and possibly getting rid of a, a clown that is not important to their future in Nick, Nick Young. What are your thoughts on that situation? And yeah, ever so, look, it's been talked about a lot. I think ultimately that he did something very stupid, and the man code, the person code, it's pretty funny because everybody was like, snitches get stitches, Stephen Jackson. Well, that's Stephen Jackson. He but the but the football players were like, yo, he wouldn't have come out of that locker room. You know, we would have taken care of that. But uh, you know what? The it problem, is a violation, though. You know that's definitely a violation. a violation. And, you know, look, Nick Young has his own issues. But certainly when you have a private conversation, I mean, it's illegal, I think, to tape a private conversation LA, with yeah, somebody right. and not, you know, and not let them know. So putting all that aside, it ultimately comes down to basketball. And if D'Angelo Russell were a second-round pick, he'd probably be cut. But because he's the second overall pick and they want to build their franchise around him, Nick Young will be gone. And I think luckily for him, he's 20 years old for D'Angelo. He's 20 years old, and he has some potential, and he was the number two overall pick. So the Lakers are not going to get rid of D'Angelo Russell because the teams will try and steal him. They'll try and steal him for a mid to late first-round pick and say, okay, new place, new face, new start. So he's going to be a Laker. He'll be fine. It'll be a little, you know, asterisk in his Laker career, but he'll be fine. I thought it was good that Kobe sort of came out with some compassion and, you know, said basically that, you know, this kid made a bad mistake and he felt sorry for him and they need to forgive him. So, Whatever. We, you know, doesn't need to be beat with a dead horse. It is what it is. 69 wins, though. They come on tonight on the ESPN after the Cavalier game. Kyrie says everything's fine. They should be the favorites even to win the championship. Maybe Kyrie's delusional. But 
the Warriors, they're doing this without Iguodala and Azili and Bogut. And Azili and Bogut are, and, and Iguodala are all coming back this week. And, you know, they've been showing that Iguodala increases Steph Curry's three-point percentage. Are the Warriors not only going to finish this with 73-74 wins, but will they sort of be okay and not overly exhausted for the playoffs? Like, will this, will this push affect them where they don't sweep the first round, where maybe it's 4-1 or 4-2 where they should have swept it, or even more dangerous in the second round, the Clippers will push them to seven? What do you get your feel on how much exhaustion will come out of this put drive for this record? You know what? This exhaustion is kind of a new thing because up until Popovich was doing it, starting, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, I guess maybe with David Robinson towards the end of his career, people used to go 82 games. If you were healthy, you went 82 games. If anything, you maybe sat game 81, 82. But this notion, they're the youngest team, one of the youngest teams in the league, only Gudala and Bogut, who, by the way, aren't playing that much, are over 30. So this team is fine. I don't think this will affect them at all. I think they'll be just A-OK. You also have to motivate these guys because they're the defending champs. And the difference between 69 wins and 71 wins, 72 wins, in there, or 73 wins, whatever it turns out to be, to us is, is maybe no big deal. I mean, but to them, it's what's driven them all year, or at least from the from – the, probably after about 20 games. So, you know what? They're kids. They're young. They'll be fine. They'll be, they, they might lose. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think they're going to lose because they went for this record. Oh, and by the way, they play San Antonio twice, and you can bet your bottom dollar that Greg Popovich is, in particular, not going to play his guys. So that's two <laughs> easy wins. What should, what should be two really hard games are going to be two easy wins. And I that bet you one of them. One of them he pushes. He might push the home one because yeah, because they want to they want to go forty one no at home. Yeah, I don't know that they do. I don't know that he does. Let's put it that way. Maybe the organization does. Maybe the players do. I don't think Greg Popovich cares one iota. Well, I think he, I think so far he's shown that he does care because remember he's not been resting the guys at home. He's been resting them on these road trips. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe he. Can, I don't know if he cares about the record, but he might want to create that air of invincibility to say, look, in every playoff series, even against Golden State, all we have to do is win one on the road against Golden State. And with everybody else, we just have to hold home court and we win the series. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, it's, it's pretty smart. What are your thoughts real quick on the Cavs and Kyrie? They're two and two in their last four, um, had some bad wins, some bad, good losses, whatever. But I, I sort of said to you off air, I'm starting to get this weird feeling that LeBron's not really happy and he, he doesn't care about what the fans or anybody thinks about him. He's going to play like heck to try to win it all this year. But I think at the end of the day, I don't think he wants to go to war with Kyrie and Kevin Love. Do you think they can win it this year? And do you think no matter what, that he might actually leave again? I know you said on record before that you didn't think he would ever leave again, but I don't know. Anything change in your mind, or are you sticking to no, that? No, no, I think there's just frustration. Uh, it ultimately comes down to how well they do in the playoffs, right? Because Kyrie Irving is a gamer, and he's not your traditional point guard. Uncle Drew! But he is a gamer, and I think they'll be fine 
with him in the playoffs if he's healthy. Kevin Love they really didn't have at all in the playoffs. So there's a lot of TBD, you know, there's a lot of unknowns in the playoffs. Uh, you probably won't get as good a performance from Tristan Thompson as you got last year. So I, until June, I don't even think you can make this discussion. Let me ask you this question, though. If LeBron doesn't opt out in 16, when is his next time to opt out? Or, said another way, if he does opt out, and then what does he just do every year, every two years, the ability to opt out? Because the other option is to just keep keep Cleveland on a short leash. Well, he he did sign a two-year deal, right? So if he opts in, it's only for one more season, and then he'd be a free agent at 17. Right, um, right. So, so and he would it's renegotiate. too soon for LeBron to go. I, you know what? He is so conscious of his brand and his image, and what would they say? I, he'd have to really, really believe there's no hope. Uh, really believe it. I mean, that's like losing in the in the in the conference semis. What about this? The, the rumblings of Bosch coming back, and let's be honest, the the LeBron and the Cavs have not played well against the Heat. Could the Heat potentially not the Raptors, but the Heat potentially give them some trouble? Because if you bring Dwayne Wade, who's played amazing, with Joe Johnson, Drogic, Whiteside off the bench, um, the development of Justice. And then you bring back a, you know, a Bosch with this Joe Johnson. Do you think there could be trouble for them? No, no, that's no trouble at all. They're, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. The Cleveland will be motivated. Cleveland, there'll be no more, you know, looking over your shoulder. No more Tyron Lewis, the new coach. It'd be like execution time. And I, I, I think they, they win every series in the East. Um, if they don't win four one, four two is the most they'll be pushed. I just. I can't see these teams. And and also, you know what? Is Chris Bosh going to be healthy to go seven games in 13 days? I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, you know. But to beat Cleveland, you've got to believe it's, it'll be a seven-game series, right? You're not going to win against Cleveland. You're not going to beat Cleveland 4-1, 4-2. You're going to hope to go seven, and you're going to hope in the seventh game that LeBron goes six for 30 and, and you win. So – you need to be able to play seven games. Mentally, though, do you do you think that there's some issue with the the buddy factor of him going against the Heat and doing his job the way he needs to? He's he's kind of struggled against his big brother a little bit. Uh, yeah, but you know what? I think the playoffs are another animal, and and this is all LeBron. <clears throat> Everything else is a failure if LeBron doesn't win a championship. I mean, maybe you can get to the finals and call it a draw. But anything short of that, losing to definitely losing in the Eastern Conference, and, and it wouldn't even be the Eastern Conference Finals. No, that that's terrible. That's not acceptable. <laughs> so LeBron, believe me, the, the 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 LeBron, you know, that we all know from the playoffs, the, from the finals would come out. So no, I, I I'm not worried about that. I would hope so. I would I would definitely definitely hope so. So look, we talked enough about different things. It's really spring is in the air. I hear the birds chirping. The Cactus League is is basically done out here. You know, only the Colorado Rockies are staying in town because they start in Arizona against the Diamondbacks. They're playing the Mariners today, the last Cactus League game. Um, it's time for baseball, ladies and gentlemen. People are hyped up. Another baseball season is upon us. It's kind of exciting, and I think – 
the only way to really get into it is to have some World Series picks, some predictions, and Ray and Tay have it for you. I guess the first question has to start with the champs, right? And we've talked about the champs in, in, in basketball and um, with, with Curry and the Warriors. Oh, and by the way, props to his wife, Alicia Curry. She's uh, what the Food Network got her own cooking show. The, the, the Curry family. Cook. You got to like that. They bring the heat. <laughs> the Curry family. Literally. Baby. Literally. <laughs> that's, uh, that's good. That's, that's, you know, good, good, good to hear stuff like that. But um, the Kansas City Royals. Now, we'll get into predicting what we think they're going to do. But overall, what's the level of pressure, anxiety, and do they, do they have what's in them to repeat? So they're a very good team when their backs are against the wall and they're the hunter. Uh, Being the hunted is a little bit different. And they're never the most talented team. They had a great bullpen and the pitching really carried them and, and, and they definitely defend and they catch. But in terms of you look at their roster and they're, you know, in that six to ten range maybe in terms of teams, maybe even lower in terms of their roster. Like, would you take the Kansas City Royals roster over, you know, eight to ten other teams in the league? Probably not. Uh, So they're going to have a hard time. We'll get into the specifics of it, but – I'd take their bullpen. You take their bullpen, of course, but, you know, the bullpen's only – it's only relevant if you're ahead in in the sixth, seventh, eighth inning, ninth inning, I guess. So you still got to get ahead. No, that's true. That's true. Well, here, let's, let's, you know, me, you know me, I, I like to, um, basically before we really do so, I like to get in the mood. So this, this will warm us up a little bit. what it's all about. That warms your heart. That warms your heart, man, because you remember being in Little League and being a little kid and singing that, and, and, uh, you know, we used to love to play some baseball in Central Park and all that good stuff. So now, 2016, the stars are lining. The baseball starts Sunday. You have a double hitter. Interesting. This first time they're doing that. So it's the, what is it, the Pirates-Cardinals at 1 o'clock? And then, yeah, they've got four games. Traditionally, it all started on Monday, but right. then they started. They used to have one game on Sunday, Sunday and now night they base- have four. Yeah, Sunday night baseball, and now they have four games on baseball. So they've got St. Louis Pittsburgh at one, Chicago LA at three o five, Toronto Tampa at four, and then the New York Mets and the Kansas City Royals. World Series in prime time on ESPN at 8.30. Okay, so that's actually pretty exciting, and I don't mind it at all, and then Monday is full of coverage. 
let's start with our predictions and then we can get into some, you know, questions and then postseason predictions and stuff like that. I'm going to go first with the American League and you go first with the National League. I'll start off with the AL East. We're not going to beat everything with a dead horse and we're not going to give you numbers. I'll say this. So let me ask you this before we even get into it. One question. Will any team win 100 games this year? No. I, I think it's no too chance. tough. Too much, too many good teams. A lot too of Too many good teams. And with the uneven schedule, you'd yeah. have to be in a terrible division because you play the teams 18 or 19 times. So if you've got two good teams in your division besides you, it's too, it's too tough. I totally agree. So I kind of want to get that out there. But I'll say this. The AL East, I, listen, I like what the Blue Jays did last year. I don't think it's a fluke. I think Joey Bats and Batista and the pitching will hold up. You know, they don't have Price anymore. He's gone to their sort of nemesis in Boston. But I think the Blue Jays will, will come in first in the AL East. I have the Red Sox coming in second. Mookie Betts. And, you know, Farrell, the manager, will get them going. I, I like, you know, Big Poppy's last run. David Price, the pitching. I think they're young players and Pedroia and everybody. I think it's health with them. If they're healthy, they're going to be tough. So I have the Red Sox in second. And third, I'm going with our Yankees. They're going to miss the playoffs. I think they'll have a good season. I think if, look, the bullpen is going to be amazing after Chapman serves the uh, – 30 games, him and Miller, they're going to be, you know, ridiculous. But I think at the end of the day, their bats and their age is going to catch up to them. And I don't think they did enough in the offseason offensively, although like Castro, I don't think they did enough offensively to compete. Then I've got the Rays. I think the star of the Rays for me, why I have them over the Orioles, is, is Chris Archer, Cy Young uh, candidate. Don't have him winning it. I'll get to that later, but probably second or third in voting. I think he's a stud. The Orioles, they lost some pop. They're going to finish fifth for me. Ray, how are you attacking the AL East? So I have a slightly different order than you. So I have the Boston Red Sox winning it all. So last place to first place. They (laughs) have some issues with their corner defense, but I think that this kid Xander Bogarts and – Mookie Betts will, uh, are going to be really good players. Um, Poppy is going to want to go out with a bang. Pedroia is going to have a bounce back year. So I actually like Boston. Uh, David Price at the top of the rotation. Not only David Price, but stealing him away from Toronto. Yeah. That's not worried about Sandoval being benched for what? Is it Travis Shaw starting at third? Well, sure, this kid's a good prospect, and Sandoval yeah. needs to get shaken up. Uh, you know, he, he thinks he's resting on his laurels, and maybe the Giants knew something when they didn't even bother giving him a competitive offer. They just said maybe Brian Sabian knew. He said, look, go be a panda somewhere else because, you know, this zoo is closed. Ah, <laughs> go to the east. So I like Toronto next. I like their roster, but you know what? You lose – Price out of that rotation, you use Strowman out of the rotation. That's a big deal. You know what I mean? Uh, you got your knuckleballer in in R.A. Dickey. Ah, you know they're so unpredictable. They could be twenty and two, or they could be uh, ten and ten, or ten and fifteen. <laughs> you know, so I don't know about them. Third, I have the Yankees. The pitching, 
right? Is Tanaka going to be healthy? Is is uh, uh, Araldis Chapman going to be back? Uh, Andrew Miller is hurt. And you know I don't like those old guys, and you know I don't like uh, people in their mid to late 30s because you just can't count on them. A-Rod and Beltron and, and, and even now uh, uh, Teixeira and McCann and Ellsbury, these are all old, older people, and come July, August, their bodies are going to start breaking down. Uh, Tampa Bay, they're young. I don't mind that roster, and I love that kid, Chris Archer, but I just don't think they have enough to compete. And then Baltimore is just um, they're just terrible. Uh, so now, the same except for the first two. We're the same except for the first two. That's not yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, we have a little we have a little swap action at the top. Wow, I feel bad for our boy uh, Buck Showalter coming in fifth. Oof, that's. You know, they were so close two years ago, but it just uh, seems like it's un- just unwinding. So the AL Central, um, the champs are here. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about some of their pitching. You know, they, they, their starters haven't looked so great in spring training, but it's spring training. But um, I think at the end of the day, Lorenzo Cain is an MVP candidate. They brought back their veterans. I think that their their lineup is, I think they're still growing. Their, their, their swag and their confidence is what has them winning the 4-2, the 3-1, the 4-3 games. And I just think they know how to win series. They'll win two out of three in Cleveland. They'll win two out of three, uh, you know, at home, sweep teams. Like, they just add up wins. It's, it's, it was fascinating to watch them last season. I would just, you know, peek at the standings each week and just see how they would do it. And I think they'll do it again. I actually have the White Sox coming in second and getting the second wild card. I think Chris Sale and, and, and some of their other pitchers are really ready to step up. And I think their bats, Abreu's got help. And I think he's going to stay healthy. And I think Abreu is going to have an MVP type season. So I think it's ready to break through, but I think the Indians and, and, and Tigers and twins, this is the best division of baseball right now. And I think every team is going to be in the running for the wild card. So it's going to come down to the, the very end, pushing the Red Sox and the White Sox will be the Indians, Tigers, and Twins because I love all three of those teams in the AL Central. So then I have the White uh, Indians coming in third. I love their pitching. Um, you, you hope that their their sort of young bats can improve a little. The Tigers, I, I contemplated moving them up to the wild card because of the the moves that they've made, but. Verlander, I, I just I'm not sure if he's really ready Which to one's kind of show up. If he's gonna be that horse again to give you 18 to 20 wins and give you the innings. Um, I love the Twins. I think they have two potential Rookie of the Year candidates. I love their defense, their their lineup. They could easily I could see the Twins easily coming to third, but I have them in fifth. So it's uh, White Sox. Uh, I mean Royals, White Sox, Indians, Tigers, Twins for Tech. Okay. Okay. So, so AL Central. AL Central I've, got I've got a little bit different. I got the Royals got the Royal. winning, and then some people have the Royals as low as fourth, but and I have the Royals crazy. winning. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Most people disrespected them last year. <laughs> Indi- and I have in this order: Indians, Tigers, White Sox. So, the Ooh. White Sox are great offensively, but I have questions about their pitching. Uh, after Chris Sale, who's going to pitch for them? I think that 
Frazier pickup was huge, uh, but I just think that AL Central, uh, that's a bunch of tough teams. The Tigers, so, so moving up, the Tigers also tremendous offensively. Oh, what are they going to get from Jordan Zimmerman? I think that's really key. And Verlander, like you said, Verlander had a great second half of the season, terrible first half of the season. So as an older pitcher, is he going to reinvent himself? Not sure. I know that offense is fantastic. So in terms of fantasy, load up on Detroit Tigers uh, because, you know, Justin Upton to, to adding to that team with J.D. Martinez and Kinsler and and, uh, um, and your boy Miguel Cabrera, they're fantastic. Uh, I, love, I love the Indians, man. They have so many Cy Young and, and potential Rookie of the Year guys on that team that they're going to be a really fun, interesting team, and I think they'll finish in second place. You know, they they may even take a wild card. So I like those, and then and then the Twins are just uh, bringing up the rear. Actually, the Twins have a lot of young talent too. The Twins, oh, yeah. if you're looking at you know a, a potential keeper leagues, or if you're looking at who could potentially uh, show show their stuff. Look at them for rookie of the year candidates. Uh so yeah, so I've got um, I got the Royals. I got the Royals winning that. Um it's funny, when I saw the Royals, some people picked them fourth. I said, Wow, we're disrespecting them again. Again. It's crazy. Hey, I'll say I'll say this though about because uh, you got the White Sox fourth and I got them in the wild card. Don't sleep on the veteran moves. Like you said, Frazier, but Jimmy Rollins, um, they got yeah, Avia, the Lori. Yeah, they got some they got some some guys, man. I I, I don't know. Uh, you know, even Austin Jackson may turn it around. So we'll see. We'll see. So the question is that AL West, which is always fascinating, and last year it went haywire towards the end, the way the Rangers turned it around. For me, I think there's a clear-cut team, and it's the Astros. You know, Carlos Correa, Rookie of the Year. They're pitching their, their, their lineup. You know, you've got such young stars, and they have even more bats and rookies this year coming up that are good. I think the Astros might run away with the AOS. I got the Rangers second. Nah, they'll be around that wild card hunt, too. Uh, Maybe behind the Indians and White Sox, though, so they'll miss out. And the Angels, I just – I think Trout will be there again for the MVP candidate in conversation. But I I just think the Angels, they'll be in that wild card hunt, too, and they're going to fall short because I don't like the bullpen, and I, I don't think they have enough starting pitching. The Mariners, yeah, I think Cano has a bounce-back year. I think, obviously, King Felix and some of the other pitchers will do well. You've got to worry about their bats if they're going to help Cano. And then I think the Oakland A's are one of the worst teams in baseball. I think they're going to continue to drop down. And I think no more Billy Bean and Moneyball. It's it's uh they're gonna have to start to actually spend some money. They got hurt getting too cute the year before last with the deadline moves with the trades and the pitching when they moved Cespedes and all that. It just you know renting a pitcher for the end it, it backfired on them and it didn't work. So AL West Tay has <clears throat> Astros, Rangers, Angels, Mariners, A's. So I agree with the whole sequence, so I can't really knock any of your choices. I will say that the, the things I'm looking for this year, what could change, right? We both agree, but right. what could change? So you, Darvish, 
right? Yeah. Is he going to come back, and how is he going to come back? Because I think if you have Hamels and Darvish at the top of that rotation, I think it makes it very interesting. And then Giovanni Gallardo, very interesting. Um, so, But it's a big question mark, right? They could be second. They could potentially be – I don't know that they catch the Angels. And they're back. Uh, you wonder about Hamilton and Prince and, and you know, what's going to happen there too. Yeah, especially in the dog days of summer. So that's a question mark. And then this Mariners team. I mean – what are they going to do? If they do, in fact, as we both think, come in fourth with Nelson Cruz, who's still actually on a cheap contract for his production. Um, right. Robbie Cano, King Felix, you know, King Felix reinventing himself. He's not the King Felix uh, of five years ago, but he's still a heck of a pitcher. Uh, do you think about blowing this team up? Do you think about making a major trade? I mean, you can't come in fourth with that with that roster. So, they do need some uh, a couple of pieces, and like we had Dave Sims on the show talking about, they wanted a, a, a hitting, you know, a, a big bopper at first. Maybe could use a little more juice in the lineup, maybe in the outfield. But to finish fourth, that means that we're projecting him at under eighty wins, maybe seventy-five to eighty wins. That's that's. You know what their problem is, Ray? They they have spent a little bit of money, but they haven't spent enough money. You know what I mean? And that's where I think it's going to come back uh, to bite them. So, you know, I, I don't love the rotation. You said that the, the lineup is pretty good, but Cedar, you know, is he going to, is he going to have a, a big year driving RBIs batting fifth behind Cruz and, and Robbie? He's got to step up. And, um, and what is, you know, um, what is, uh, what you call Lino do? They got uh, Adam Lino. So let's see. Uh, or Adam Lynn, see if he does Adam anything. Lynn, yeah. You know, so it'll be interesting, but you're right. I think this could be where the deadline could they actually sell Robbie to break Nobody it up? That's the they'd have to they'd have to do a uh, an A Rod deal where they take half of his money and maybe get a an Alfonso Soriano in return because nobody's going to touch uh, Robinson Cano's contract. Especially you can move how him he played to an the last expensive team. It wants to win and, and, and feels pressure like the Nats or the Dodgers. Or the Yankees. Could you imagine if he came Ooh. back to the Yankees and the Yankees paid him 15 and the Mariners paid him 10? Oh, right. <laughs> You're a troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get to the NL. You, you, you hit it off first with the NL East. Tell me your thoughts. Oh, I wanted to say that the Nationals win this, but I look at that Mets roster and I'm thinking to myself, that is so good. That pitching, pitching, their their pitching staff is just unbelievable. And the Nationals have no slouches in pitching. pitching. No slouches at all. But yeah. if Zach Wheeler comes back, so that means Zach Wheeler is the number five starter. Steven <laughs> Matz gets no respect, but he's really good. And he's the number four starter. And but you could argue that your number one, if you're any other team in the league, you could argue that your number one might hook up against the Mets number one. Let's call the Mets number one Jacob Degrom for argument's sake. But your number two is not as good as Harvey. Your number three is not as good as Syndergaard. Your number four is definitely not as good as Matt. And your number five is. Definitely, definitely not as good as as uh, Zach Wheeler if he comes back and Bartolo Colon filling in. So they have an advantage at pitching every night that they pitch. 
right? So, I mean, look, the the Nationals were sort of like this last year, right? We we thought they'd win 100 games. I don't know that the Mets will win 100 games just because it's just too hard to do, and, and I don't think they're off. Well, is, well, is well right, stay healthy, what Cespedes going to do. Yeah, I don't love their lineup. I really don't love it at all. And 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 Cespedes playing center field. I don't really love that. They had to keep him, but you know, I I would love to see. How about Neil Walker batting fifth? You like Walker? Neil Walker from (laughs) Pittsburgh by way of San Diego. So yeah, look, the Mets. You have to go with the Mets. I mean, but I do think the Nats are going to have a bounce back year. They won ninety six games two years ago, eighty three last year. So. They'll bounce back. I think the Marlins will be decent. Uh, Jose Fernandez will be back, hopefully healthy and pitching the way he uh, the way he did before. I like Dusty Baker in the Nats, kind of getting them over the hump and, and, and kind of learning how to be a good team. The Braves and the Phillies, I, I don't even want to talk about them. They're going to be terrible. I mean, not even bad, terrible. So terrible, as Charles would say. Wait, Charles I think you saying terrible is actually being kind. It could be. They, I mean. Yeah, it could be brutal. It could be brutal. It could be like the Houston Astros of ten years ago. That that's where they are. They need three, four, five years of draft picks to get good. So yeah, I, so I, I had the the Mets followed closely followed by the Nats, and then Marlins middle of the road. Braves and Phillies terrible. <laughs> terrible. And, and you're being you're being as kind as you can be. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, there? these two teams are really bad. I mean, no, I think we pretty much. Bad. Yeah, I think we pretty much have it the same. Look, I got the Mets. I I love the pitching. I think I actually like Walker and maybe getting out of Pittsburgh and maybe a change of scenery. He'll, he'll you know, be the same or a little bit better. He's actually been pretty good. He's been a, a top ten second baseman, you know, the last five years at least. Um, so I think he's pretty good. You want to hope that Duda's got a big year in him again, and we'll see if Curtis is, you know, you just want them to stay healthy, especially David Wright and Curtis Grandison, so we'll see. But I I think the Mets are are at least four to seven games up over the Nats winning the division. But I got the Nats uh, in there, and second is the wild card. Um, I actually have the Braves third over the Marlins. I think the Braves, one thing they do have. Really? I think the Braves are going to be historically bad. Yeah, I think the The Phillies are going to be historically bad. The Braves will be slightly better. But the Braves, I think that they 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 still they have some pitching. I do think that they're gonna and they got some young arms. The Marlins, you know what it is about the Marlins? It's excitement every year because of Giancarlo Stanton and Fernandez, and then it's like nothing. Yes, I like uh, Didi, you know, uh, um, Gordon, if, uh, who was what leading in steals and was it hits last year or something like he had a great season. But yeah, he had like a. 380-390 average for first yeah, I mean, months of the season. He really – but I, I just – I don't know what else they have besides those three guys. I just don't believe in anybody else. And then I got the Phillies last. So I think the Braves might surprise people. I, I got them going third, but they're all going to be bad. I think the Marlins will start off way better than the Braves, and then they're going to have some unfortunate injuries or something. Maybe that franchise might be cursed. Because of all the winning of the World Series and then dumping their teams, I think there's a little curse. They need to repent for their past sins. (laughs) Well, what's funny is that people never came out and saw the Braves on a regular basis. Or the Marlins. Even when they were – well, sorry, I I was talking about the – I'm still thinking that the the Braves are going to be 
are going to be terrible, and they're going to get blown up. But, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, the Marlins. Nobody you know, saw the Marlins Marlins either, yeah. 97 and 2003. I mean, you know, they they did pump and dump. But yeah. uh, they they got themselves two World Series. But, anyway, let's move on. NL Central. <sighs> this division, people forget, shh, the St. Louis Cardinals won 100 games. And, <laughs> really, it's the same team. So, are they going to Well, they're missing Hayward. Yeah, I guess. But, hey, you know, to me, Hayward's overrated. I tell you that. I, I think he's statistically, like, the cybermetrics guys love him, but I think he's overrated for that salary that he made. Um, but, yeah, you take him off that roster, but it's always been a pitching and a next-man-up mentality. Uh, I still think the cards will be good, but you got to love this Cubs team. I mean, Theo Epstein is going to break the curse of the Bambino in Boston and the curse of the Billy Goat in Chicago. If not this year, then within the next three years, three to five years, oh. I mean, you got to think that this Cubs team this is so team young is that they'll be in the mix. They'll be like the Braves. Uh, He's got the right many, mix of vets and youth. I don't, I don't know how many World Series they'll win, but they'll be in the mix for the next five to ten years especially if all these kids can stay healthy. And, you know, baseball, you lock these kids down early and they don't make any money that affects the $189 million salary cap until they're in their sixth, seventh, eighth year. So he's got a ways to go, right? So I like the Cubs here. The Cards, like you said, they lose Jason Hayward, but they still get, you know, Wainwright and Carpenter and Carpenter. They still have a a squad and and next man up. Mike Matheny is kind of an underrated coach, um, a a manager, I should say. The Pittsburgh Pirates, I almost feel bad for them. I feel like they're in the wrong neighborhood. If they were in a different division, they might win the division. If Andrew McCutcheon were in a different market, he might be even more of a star. They lose Neil Walker. They lose a little bit. Um, I don't know that Liriano is going to have the same year. They are, to me, a team that could go anywhere from – 84 to 88 wins. Think about it. They have to play 38 times or 37 times. They have to play the Cubs and the Cardinals. So that's tough. It's unfair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially like with three elite teams in your division. So I think they're. I think they're going to be in the mix but not enough, and they're just going to be bruised. And and maybe they need to think about, you know, where do they go? Because the Cards team as an organization is always great, and the Cubs are so young. So I, I feel sorry for the Pirates. You know, small market team on the rise, almost doing big things, and then, boom, the Cubs and the Cards. You're always, it seems like you're always looking up at them. The bottom two. The Reds, I think, are slightly better than the Brewers, uh, even though they lost your boy Cueto and Frazier. I have a feeling that this team is going to find a way to, to bring some youth and some talent up from the minors. They have a hitter's ballpark, so as long as they can keep bopping out of Great America Field, they'll be fine. And the Milwaukee Brewers, I don't know what to say. They also, about four or five years ago, were in a trajectory of going up. Now they lost pitchers. They lost Giovanni Gallardo. Uh, Ryan Braun, who knows if he'll ever be the player that he was. Um, you know, they had some guys on their team that have come and gone. Ricky Weeks was 
a star in the making two, three years ago, and then poof, fell off a cliff. Uh, Gene Segura can play, but is he, you know, is he more than a fantasy player? So I don't love the bottom of this division either. They're not as bad as the AL East, but I don't love them as as, uh, as team. So really, it comes down to the the, the top three, the Cubs. Yeah, it's a three-man race. The cards and the Pirates. Like the American League East, definitely. Well, we're, we're pretty much the same. Um, I have the Cubs. And I think it's without question, look, when you bring in Zubris and, and you, you bring in the pitching and just Lester, and it's, it's going to be fascinating to see the combination of veterans, the manager, Madden, he knows how to push the buttons. And I think this year they win the division. And I actually think the Cardinals come in second, but they don't make the playoffs this year. I, I don't love the offensive lineup. I, I like the pitching. But honestly, I, I don't think that they're going to be able to score runs the way that they used to. And Freeze has moved on to the Pirates. And I think the Pirates will come in third. But I think, you know, they've lost a little bit as well. So, you know, McCutcheon, though, he'll be their top three or four MVP. The, look, the National League is loaded. Between the Cy Young and the MVP in the National League, it's going to be like a six-man race in both, both sides. I mean, you've got pitching out the wazoo. I mean, great pitching of the wazoo and there's great pitching all over baseball, you know? So um, I think you might have five 20 game winners this year. Really? Um, so don't be surprised. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. Um, so I had the pirates third and then actually I had the brewers fourth. I'm a Reds fan, you know, quiet on the sneak tip, quiet as kept old school Reds fan, but I got the Reds finishing fifth, even though I like Bruce and, and they still have some of the, the bats and Phillips and those guys and Vado, I just, they never stay healthy. Every year I have faith in them, and then they do nothing. So maybe this year if I pick them fifth, they'll actually come in third and, 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 and be good and do something. So this is like a psychological this is, this is like a, yeah, Let this me is understand like a, what's happening here. This, this, this is, is like a psychological pick. Yeah, because I hate the Brewers. I would just pick the okay. Brewers fifth. But for some reason, I think they, they got some young kids that bring it up. I think the Brewers will be fourth, and I'm going to say the Reds are dead last, and then maybe they'll do better. So it's, uh, you know. Only the Cubs come out of this division. I think the Cardinals and Pirates will be close, but they're going to be short behind the Nats and my other surprise wild card from the AL NL West that I'll mention soon. So it's the Cubs. All right, well, let's move on to the NL West. I have yeah. to like the L.A. Dodgers and Dave Roberts. He's the opposite of Don Mattingly. You know Don Mattingly is our guy, but Dave oh. Roberts is a raw, raw players guy. Hey, this is a great division this year. Yeah, it will be. The top three are going to be really good. They lose, of course, to your guy, to your team out there in Arizona. They they lose Zach Granke. But I think, you know what, I think I think they're going to be hungry. I think that uh, Yasiel Puig's going to be healthy. Peterson's going to hit more than, you know, 205 or whatever he hit in half of the year. Call me uh, They've got um, they've got talent. They've got youth. They've got pitching. They've got Clayton Kershaw. You know my lefty is there, right? He's he's for the next ten years he'll be first, second, or third in NL Cy Young voting, right? So he's nah, going to strike he won't out. Dominate another ten years? No, no way. Why not? Why not? He, what is he? Twenty six, twenty seven years old? So yeah. maybe not ten. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe yeah. you know five to seven years. Not the way but he every, throws. Too many innings. Too much wear and tear. It'll be fine. Right, he's got a rubber arm. He'll, he'll do Don't it worry. until 2020. After 2020, he's going downhill. 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's see what we'll, we'll mark that down on our 2020 show. We'll talk about it. 2020 <laughs> preview. But uh, you, go, I, I like the, I like L.A. Now I've seen people pick Arizona. I've seen people pick San Francisco. But I'm gonna go with the champ. You got to go with the with the defending NL West champ. Second. I was torn between Arizona and San Francisco, but you know what? I think that San Francisco is going to have a bounce back year. Samarja and Cueto added to that team that is only two years removed from winning it all. Uh, Buster Posey's healthy. They've got some offense up the middle. They've got some defense. They play in that uh, home park that is awesome. If you haven't been to AT&T uh, Park, go there. Yeah, so I, I like, I like it. I like the Giants. I like the Giants second. I think Arizona comes in right behind them. They come in third. Uh, you got to love their pitching additions. Shelby Miller and Zach Greinke. Paul Goldschmidt's going to be also MVP voting top five for the next ten years. Can you give me that? Can you give me? Can you give me Goldie for the next ten or, or seven? You know, you want to go a decade. That's a long time of dominance. It is, it is. I'm exaggerating. Five years. Five years. Okay, five, five more. Years. Listen, he's already been great for the last three years. So, that's give true. You, you know what I mean? I'll I, I give you six more years, and that will give you about 10 total. Okay. All right. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so, having said all of that, I think they still come in third. Um, Colorado, they have two. Uh, I think Cargo has a bounce back year, and this kid, Nolan Arenado, if you don't know. Oh, MVP candidate. Know. MVP candidate, stud. just like Manny Machado is on the yes. on the other side. They're yes. like the reincarnation of A Rod, you know, the the big strong. They don't have the rosters to help them. Both Third of them base, might come but they don't fifth. have the roster exactly. Yeah, both of them might come in fifth and be top five MVP or top three MVP. Exactly. Uh, and then San Diego, you know what? They went for it. They brought in Kemp. They brought uh, you know they, they blew up payroll, but. That's not happening. Petco's a nice place to play, but it's not happening. I think they're coming in fifth. You ever been out there year. at the Padres Stadium? No, I haven't been. I've been to Seattle, yeah. and but I haven't been to the Padres, no. Yeah, no, I haven't been out there either. I'd like to see a game out there. So you got them fifth, huh? Yeah. Top heavy again. I think the, the the first three are really good, and the bottom two are okay. Not Not as bad as the NL Central and not as bad as the – as the uh, NL East, but it's a three-team division. Well, we agree on a couple things, but I think it's not in this division. Um, This team, this division, I got two teams in the playoffs, but I have the upset, the shocker. I'm going with Shelby Miller. No. Home? Yeah, is that a home thing, or is that, is that your and head wait, or your heart? And the best name, what's, what's my man's name? Socrates Burrito is going to wind up playing <laughs> for us soon. You don't know about Socrates Burrito. Ah, he, we have to put him on our Ray and Tate Today all-time names. He is a young stud that probably will be housing right field from Yosemani Tomas uh, soon, or, or, I mean, left field. We'll see, but he's sort of the fourth outfielder for for them. Listen, this team is good up the middle. You know, um, I like the the young kid, uh, Nick Ahmed, um, Gene Segura. This team is going to surprise people. A.J. Pollock, he's healthy. He's ready to go. Goldie 
probably going to be top three MVP. And don't sleep on uh, Peralta having another good season. And then you're going to get something out of Wellington Castro again. So I think this team is going to surprise people. Scrappy bats, good starting pitching, a decent bullpen, and the Diamondbacks win the NL West by a game and a half. Or I'll say two games. They win by two games over the Dodgers. The Dodgers will come in second. I think they're going to win the wild card. I actually, they'll miss Mattingly a little bit. I don't care what anybody says. I don't mind Dave Roberts. I think he'll be fine. Um, in terms of newcomers, I, I think Dusty Baker will be the guy to look out for because he's a slept-on, underrated manager. But the thing is, their chemistry in the in the in the locker room. So Crawford and Puig and you know, they always play with their lineups and, and you, you know, you don't know what you're going to get out of Turner. Will he do drive in the runs he needs to? And then is Gonzalez going to drop off? Adrian Gonzalez, he's getting older. What's going to happen with him? I do think you got potential rookie of the year, Corey Seager. You know, he's supposed to be batting fifth if he'll drive in runs. Uh, Chase Headley, do you relying on that bat? I, I don't know. So I, I got them second, but I think they're good enough with the pitching, of course, to come in second place uh jock's gonna have to do better and move he shouldn't even be batting eight this guy is supposed to be better than this he should be batting six we'll see what happens with them or fifth um so that's the top two number three you know you said it with the giants i had them third just missing the wild card but look they're gonna have the pitching to Maja. you one guy you didn't mention is uh, madison madison bumgarner with those other two guys so cueto Samaja and Bumgarner, that's going to be really good, but I don't, I don't love their offense. Buster Posey, you got Pence, and we'll see what happens with the rest of the guys. Then in fourth, I'm going to go with the fathers, the Padres. I think those moves that they made last year, it backfired. This year, it will actually, those guys will play more to their cards. Camp will have a bounce back season. Um, I think their other batters and pitchers will step up. And I think the Padres, they won't trade away guys until late. They're going to have a, a better season. And then the Rockies, they're not bad. I think they're, they're building in the right direction. And like you said, Nolan is a stud, gold glove, top five MVP. Need a little bit more pitching. And, and you know, maybe they shouldn't have got rid of, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Gonzalez they traded last year, Cargo, towards the end of the year. Or, no, they kept him. Did they no, keep they Cargo? They kept him. So if Cargo, he's so, he's good. If him and Nolan are, you know, maybe they wind up coming in second or third, surprise people, who knows, but they got to really have both boom killer seasons. So I got the Rockies in fifth. And then, so basically we have our, uh, our playoffs. Who are your two wildcard teams in the AL and NL? Oh boy. Now this is where we're going to start to, now this is where we're going to start to get real interesting. Yeah. Because everybody's talking about the Cubs and the Mets and running away with it. But I gotta tell you, you'll see when I when I give you my uh when I give you my preview. So I think here that the uh so let me give you the wild cards. So wild cards right now I have the Indians and the Rangers playing in the wild card in the AL and I have the Nats and the Cardinals playing in the NL. Okay. So my wild card, I have the Red Sox and the White Sox playing in the AL, and I've got the Dodgers and Nats, two, you know, heavy hitters uh, in the NL wild card. 
So now do you want to go through the playoffs and predicting or do you want to go through the postseason awards and then end with the playoffs? Uh, well, we started with it. We might as well continue with the. All right, with it. So ahead. let's keep going. So, in the AL, yeah, I have the Red Sox winning the division over the Rangers, who win the wild card against the Indians. And I have the Astros winning the division over the Royals, who won their division. So, defending champs lose in the first round. Ouch. Okay, what about your NL? In the NL, I have the Nationals versus the Cardinals in in that game I have the Nats winning. Ooh. Oh yeah. And I have a surprise. I have the Mets over the Dodgers repeated last year and then I have the Nats upsetting the Cubs. Everybody's favorite the Cubs go down. The Nats were ready because Dustin Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. We not we not wait, wait. We not telling you to pick the championship. I we got to do my divisional. Getting, yeah, yeah, but you know, I'm just saying the Cubs go down because everybody wanted the Cubs to win it all. Uh, so, oh yeah. So, <laughs> bottom line, I got the. So I'll get you to the World Series. Okay. I got or the ALCS, I should say. I got the Red Sox and the Astros in the ALCS, and I've got the Nats and the Mets in the NLCS. Okay. I'm not mad at that. A little different, but I'm not mad at it. So in the divisional round, I have um, <clears throat> the Royals over the Red Sox. The Red Sox will take down the White Sox in the wild card. And I think the Royals will then take care of the Red Sox. And the other side of the ALDS, the Blue Jays will beat the Astros. The young stud Astros will, will come to a more explosive offense and the Blue Jays will take them out. And then the NL. I have the Cubs over the Dodgers. The Dodgers will take care of the Nats in the first wild card in the playoff game. It will be Clayton Kershaw against uh, probably Strasburg or Max Scherzer. We'll see how that works out. And the Dodgers will take care of them. Um, but then I've got the Cubs over the Dodgers. And I have the Mets in the other division over the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks get in, but then the Mets get them on out of there. And then so the ALCS for me is the Blue Jays versus the Royals and the Cubs versus the Mets. So what do you got? Hmm. So I have the Red Sox beating the Astros to go to the World Series. Worst the first. And then I have the Nationals. From the bottom and we're here. <laughs> I have the Nationals who took out the Cubs, everybody's favorite, are taking uh, out everybody's second favorite, the Mets. So I have the Nationals against the Red Sox in the World Series. You got an all red uniform thing going there. Okay. I'm not I'm not mad at you. You're red and I'm blue because I have the Blue Jays over the Royals. They take out the defending champs. They get over the hump, and the Blue Jays find a way to get it done. And I have the Cubs over the Mets. So I got all four of my teams at the end are blue, but the Cubs take out the Mets, revenge for last year. And then in the World Series, I have the Cubs against the Blue Jays. So what's your World Series? I got the Nationals winning 4-1, to fulfilling all the 
promise that they had wow, last year where we thought they'd win 100 games. And any time, I mean, it, it's a bit like the 2001 Diamondbacks, Schilling and Randy. I think Scherzer and Strasburg are those two guys. Ah, uh, four to one. You have them beating the Red Sox. Woo! Yeah. Ouch. Okay. Well, I have the curse of the Billy Goat is over the Cubs, over the Blue Jays, four games to two. Chris Bryant, Rizzo, and the boys. Lester, Arietta gets the. Uh, he's going to get the. Um, so you're giving it to Theo Epstein, saying that he turned around two curses. Two, friend, two curses. The curse ends this That's year, beautiful. 2016. The curse ends, and it is going to be over with. The Cubs are going to take it down. The uh, MVP of the World Series is going to be your boy, Jake Arrieta. He's going he's gonna to win uh, game one and then uh, either game five or six, get two wins. And, and, and take home the World Series MVP. I don't think Jake Arrieta is going to be as good this year. I just don't. Uh, he's going to have help. He's going to be good. He's going to be good. He's going to have some help. So let's go over our awards. What do you have for Rookie of the Year, ALNL? All right. So, Rookie, I think we were uh, we had some similarities here, but I think ultimately – I think you're going to enjoy it because I think we we picked most of the favorites. I, I will say I look back and, and we picked most of the favorites. So we didn't go crazy here. But I'll say here, rookie of the year, I like this kid, Brian Buxton, Minnesota outfielder. I think he's a big bopper. I don't know on average if he's going to do that great, but he's going to do a little bit like Springer in uh, Houston did a couple of years ago. He's just going to right, knock right. the socks out of the ball. <laughs> uh, and then Corey Seager, shortstop. L.A. Dodgers, he he's played in some, like, 30, 40 games last season, so he's not a real, real rookie, but he'll but, be eligible for the award. Yes, he will. Well, I agree with you in the NL. I got to go with Seager, too. Um, I think he's the reason why they're going to get into the playoffs and, um, you know, and even beat the Nats in the, in the first round for me in the wild card. And then the A, I'm telling you, this twin team, they could go anywhere from fourth place even to, you know, maybe even third, second, who knows. But I'm going to go I, – I was thinking about your boy, but I'm actually going to go with the pitcher, Jose Bet, Berrios. So this kid, Berrios is supposed to be a stud, I think. I don't know if he's going to be their second or third pitcher, but basically this kid's going to wind up with probably 15 wins. I think the twins are going to have a nice staff. Just a nice team. This is a team a year or two and away. They're from, young too. Yes, they're a year or two away from dethroning the Royals. That's how I mean. They're they're legit. This is they're building it the right way in Minnesota, and they've been bad for a while, you know. So they're they're doing it the right way. So I'm excited. All, the draft picks. The, All right, so let's keep it moving. So in the AL, I have Manager of the Year. I have John Farrell. And in the, I think Boston's going to go worst to first. I think they're going to win it all. Obviously, they vote before the season. And then Dusty Baker, he's going to turn around that 83-win Nationals team, and they're going to give the Mets a run for the money. Okay, I got Ventura with the White Sox, gets them to the playoffs, and Chip Hale to get them the division in the NL West from Arizona Diamondbacks. Cy Young, who you got? I got David Price. I think it's a hitter's ballpark in there, but he's going to find a way, even as a lefty, in Fenway, he's going to do big things. He's going to win 20 games. In the NL, Max Scherzer. I mean, he's he's awesome. Clayton Kershaw. There's so many awesome pitchers in the NL. You know, oh, flip a coin. 
I like Max well, Scherzer. AL, I got Chris Sale. I think he's got some help in that bullpen, and he's going to be great for the White Sox. And then I'm going to go with Jake the Snake because he's got Lester there with him for the Chicago Cubs. Jake Arrieta is back. MVP. Carlos Correa. I think he Woo! is the real deal. He's 21 and 22. He is the next A-Rod. Okay. And the NL? Bryce Harper. He's one of those guys like Mike Trout. You can't yep. vote against him. He'll be uh, you know, a top five candidate for the next, next three to five years. years. I'm, I'm going to be conservative. Three to five him. years now. Okay, that? ten years. You can say ten years with him. So, AL, okay. I got Mike Trout. I think Unfortunately, they'll fall short, but his stats and his overall, you know, everything will be so impressive. And Paul Goldschmidt, baby. Goldie. Goldie for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He will lead them to division, bat over 310, 35 homers, maybe 90, 100 100 ribbies. He's going to have an amazing season. So that's it. I think it's going to be a fun season. Fantasy baseball draft Saturday. Get all excited. Have some fun. Get your barbecue ready. Pretty soon your hot dogs and mustard and all the other trick food that they have at these baseball stadiums. And enjoy it. The food is really good, by the way. I don't know how it is in Arizona, but I know in some of these ballparks, the food is awesome. Look, they want to build a new ballpark, but it's not because of the food. Arizona is very uh, famous for great ballpark food, and they try a whole bunch of different things them cheros or whatever they got, uh, you know, the Mexican dessert. So they got some good stuff. So anyway, great show. Final four. You know, we, we, we basically have North Carolina and over Syracuse. And then we have, who you got Villanova or, you know what? I was going to say, I, I, I have Oklahoma, so I'll stick with Oklahoma. I picked them before. I'll yeah. stick with them. But I tell you I what, that North Villanova is really hard to beat. Yeah, I got North Carolina and Oklahoma. So, you know, I think that that's, you know, and Monday we'll have the, the, the preview of the championship game. But North Carolina, Oklahoma is going to be great. Look out for Syracuse. They'll, they'll push it. North Carolina pull away. And Villanova, the old Big East, man, it's hard not to root for them. But I think at the end of the day. Uh, but we should root Villanova, Syracuse. I know, right? That's what we should do. But Oklahoma, this will be their 105th game together with the, the, the four seasons. Wow, that's so pretty cool. You, you got to like that. So should be fun. Great, great show. And um, we'll be back Monday. So have a great sports weekend and enjoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Monday. Great. Let's go Tar Heels.